Is it time to create something different with your life and your body? Right Body for You will inspire you and invite you to a different way of creating the body and the life you truly desire. Ready? Let's go. Here's your host, Danielle. And welcome to Right Body for You. I am your host, Danielle. And welcome to what is, always seems to be a fun adventure. I, can't, I have to tell you, every single time I do a Right Body for You radio show on Inspired Choices Network, it's an adventure. And I don't mean like, oh my gosh, it's an adventure, but it's an adventure, it's fun. Things always shift and change, like, you know, before this, I was talking with the producer, we were like, this is talking, da 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 and it's like, your show starts in five seconds. Oh, <laughs> hello, <laughs> five, four. And talk about being magic. I swear it usually says 10 seconds. We didn't hear that, but it was like, hey, hello, you too. You're so starting. Yes, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, cool. So, Thank you for joining me today. I will try to be serious if I can. It, it won't last very long, but uh, welcome to Right Body for You. We get to explore fun, various topics every week um, where we get to explore bodies, how it correlates to your life, how your life correlates to your body, what else is possible um, with well, anything, you know, last week we were talking about how does my body feel about my feelings and what does my body feel when I try to get it to feel of feelings or emotions because we talked a lot about how feelings and emotions are different and um, how your body feels and you emote. And uh, actually, it was a lot of fun. We had some uh, fun tools shared and fun awarenesses, so do check it out. Um, today we're talking about I want to I want to believe, but I doubt it. Which the title just makes me laugh. It's like I want to believe, but I doubt it. Which is why you want to believe because you're doubting it. But then you're even doubting if you're believing, or if you want to, or if it's possible, or if it's not possible. You know, for 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 ten seconds, maybe even ten minutes, you go, well, I believe it, but I doubt it. Even at, even when I believe it, I doubt it. So. And I doubt that I believe. And I doubt that I doubt I believe. Because am I just fooling myself? Because I do believe it. I know it, right? Right? Yeah, right? So, yeah, I know it. But I, I don't know. Do I know that? I don't know. Maybe I do. Maybe I don't. I do. I do. I do. See, I do. Of course I do. Right? No. No, that's not real. No, it has to be real. See, I'm looking at it. I'm feeling it. It, it was created. It was changed. I know. But I doubt it. It won't last. That's what it is. That's that's what I'm – it won't last. See, I doubt that. I doubt that it's real because if it was real, it would last, and so I'm going to doubt that. Oh, I doubt yeah, – I doubt I, I doubt my feeling. I, I doubt that – yeah. You doubt your doubt. You doubt. You know, we, could, we should have called this show. Somebody <laughs> in the chat room just stay up in my head. <laughs> Excuse me. Exactly, right? This is what we do. This is what we do. This is we, – we drive ourselves crazy with this stuff. This is what we've been taught to do. It's like, if you believe it, you have to have doubt. Mm. And really quickly, let me go into, doubt is different than asking a question, okay? Um, I get, suddenly, that this is where a lot of people are functioning from, of not willing to ask questions or being the question, which, you know, in Access Consciousness and Right Body for You, what we talk about is asking questions, being in the question, 
And it's not to come from a place of doubt. Um, it, it's, you're not like, oh, my body changed or my body healed or I created $10,000 in a day suddenly. And so it's like you want to believe that you were magic and you created that. Um, asking a question, things like how's given and that, what else is possible, or what would it take to duplicate that or anything like that is not to come from a place of doubt or trying to solidify. That's interesting. I get that a lot of people are trying to solidify what they created as well. And they fear if they ask a question about it that it will change the energy and invalidate it, reverse it, make it untrue. And that's not what it's all about asking questions are about at all. Asking a question about is acknowledging what you created, not acknowledging if you, or asking if I created it. It's about acknowledging what you did create, what the created universe created with you, being in gratitude for it, and opening yourself up to more possibility, not only that possibility that you just created, that you doubt you created, okay? So asking questions about what you created is not about the doubt. It's not about the fear of asking, or the fear of changing the energy and invalidating it or solidifying it or looking too closely at it and making it go away. It's about acknowledging so it's not about making it go away. It's about acknowledging it, that you created it. You created it with the universe. And being in gratitude for it, and then what else is possible, you know, it's like, okay, so I created this. It's not about, and then looking for additional possibilities. It's not about not being grateful. Is not about dismissing what you had just created or that it's not enough or that you have to, you know, well, you have to um, uh, ignore it. It is it, about not solidifying the possibilities because that what you created remains in your universe. If you acknowledge it and gratitude for it, it remains in your universe and it helps you build onto what is else is possible, okay? So asking questions is not about coming from a place of doubt. It's about coming from a place of acknowledging and allowing what you created to contribute to what you can create tomorrow, okay? So what if what you created are building blocks, not solid limiting wall blocks? <laughs> so... Yes. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Well, little tangent. It was really interesting. Some information was coming up for people, and um, we got more information. How's it going on that? So this is what we're talking about today. With I want to believe it, but I doubt it. Can we do it right? Just like we got on that little kick about the right by the free radio show. We bit first sorry on the asking questions. Is that we we ask about. We have this point of view that if we ask questions, we're doubting something. No, it's not that we're doubting. It's just 
we're asking to change the energies. We have information we require. And last time I checked, asking questions was a great way to receive that information, okay? Um, so we want to believe we can change things. We want to believe we are magic. So often, though, we require proof or validation, or we think it went away and say that it wasn't us. It's just a coincidence or it just happened. What is beyond doubt? What can we create and be then? Okay. So much. You can you can be so much then. Um, you know, I I am in a huge uh tour, I guess you could say, of the world, facilitating classes all over the place, uh, Perth, Australia, Rome, Canada, Kansas City. Did I mention those are just in six weeks of May and June? Um, and so I asked in one of the recent classes, classes, what do you define as magic? You know, because we, you know, I did a show recently on magic. And if you haven't listened to it, please do. It was in the past two or three weeks, I believe. And it's like, what have you defined as magic? And people magic wand, something outside of ourselves, an unnatural, or you know, in league with the devil, things like that. Um, Harry Potter, right? And it's like, yeah, that. But, and what else? What is magic that we aren't acknowledging? Smiling at somebody changing their world, magic. I think that your body functioning every moment of every day is magic. Because, trust me, for everything to have to line up in order for your body to breathe, to function, to not get toxic, to move, to keep warm, is really amazing and magical. I don't care if science is explaining it. To me, it's magic. Okay? And so we want to believe in this magic. We want to... Um, know it's real beyond the shadow of a doubt. See, there we go, doubt. We want firm, hard proof that this is what it is, that this is what we're creating, that we do these changes, that we contribute, that we, everything we hope for is actually possible, but it's like, okay, but show me the proof too. And until I have proof, I'm going to doubt it. You know, in access, yes, we talk about these things called distractor implants. And it's to take us out of our awareness, and doubt is one of them. That when we doubt, we're distracted from what is possible out there. We distract from the information. We distract from change. We distract, right? Get it, distract. And doubt is one of those. Because whenever we're in doubt, we, um, you know, I, okay, so, one of my favorite series of books ever is written by an author called David Eddings. And it's a, he actually has two, well, he has lots of books, but the ones I'm talking about specifically, it's a series, two sets of five book series, okay? So there's five books in the first set, five books in the second set, and it's about the same characters, you know, years apart. And in this realm that he created, they have this magic called the will and the word. And um, basically, so, you know, you like, you pull in your energy and your will, 
is how they're describing it. You say the word and then it happens. You know, like one of those characters wanted to move a rock. And so he pulled his energy and then he, you know, looked at the rock and said, move, right? Will in the word, move. Um, and so that's how they're describing magic in theirs. And, you know, it's really because it's like the universe, everything around it. So for me, you know, it always kind of read that this type of magic. It's like, oh, you can find truth anywhere. I'm like, oh, look, there it is. You know, weavy magic in conjunction with the universe. And so what's interesting in there is at one point in time, one of the characters had a possibility of losing their magic or had they become too weak. And so they didn't actually talk to this person about it because they didn't want him to doubt himself because they knew that part of this magic, according to this realm, was that you knew you could do it, and so you did it. And so if you had doubt in anywhere, it might not work or work as well. So, you know, I started looking at that. I'm like, yeah, how often do we actually function and do that? It's like, I know I'm magic. And then this little niggling thing of doubt comes in. And we're like, well, maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm not. Maybe it's it's not possible. Oops, oops, see, it's not possible. And so we start invalidating these things. And so we look for proof. It's like, well, I have to know it will work before I can do it. And knowing it is, I can't, is not just that I know it does because I know because I'm perceive and receive and aware of things in the universe, but it's that I know it because of X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z, tangible proof. Uh, the pile of money appeared, tangible proof. The lights turned on, tangible proof. We're constantly looking for these tangible proof of things instead of the knowing of it. So it's like if we weren't looking for the tangible proof, if we weren't looking for those places of inescapable deniability, you know, so we can't deny it, what would we actually be possible to create? Because do you guys get that by the second we are looking at things of like undeniability, tangible undeniability, it limits what we're actually capable of. Because if we're capable, if we see like poof, pile of money showed up, cool. We instantly go back into, oh, well, how did I do that last time? Instead of how do I do this this time? Okay. So we're going to, we're going to take a quick little break. When we come out, when we come back, sorry, I was reading the chat room of the stay out of my head, which is funny. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about this, that if we have that tangible proof, how we actually, in our cute little bright way, start functioning from some limitations instead of expansions. Okay. So join us when we get back. This is Danielle. You're listening to Right Body For You on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. The life and the body you secretly hope for is possible. Somewhere you know that, right? What if creating that body and life is not about deprivation and sacrifice? Would you be willing to choose it? What if it could be as simple as changing how you look at things? Right Body for You with Danielle is a different kind of radio show. Each week, Danielle invites you to you. 
She shares simple tools that you can use immediately to create changes in your body and your life. Something different begins now. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Check out the new ringtones from Access Consciousness. What is it possible? What is it possible? Smoking hot. Smoking hot. <laughs> and everyone's favorite. Take a pass. Take a pass. Download the latest and hottest accessory. Go to accessconsciousness.com forward slash ringtones for all the details on how to download to your iPhone today. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. If you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at AccessConsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You. I am your host, Danielle. Um, thank you for joining me now in the past, in the present, or in the future, because I know all you magical beings, whether you want to know it or not, um, can actually listen to something I haven't recorded yet. I know, freaky, and I love it. Um, I also do invite you to check out my website, Danielle.com, D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E, um, and <clears throat> excuse me. You can find fun products there, past classes I did, including 30 Days of Nurturing You and Your Body, full of video, daily video, or daily activities. Mostly I did videos because they were fun. Um, videos, questions, processes, um, audios, things, it, it, 30 Days of Nurturing You and Your Body. What can you create if you have 30 days of nurturing you and your body? Um, so that is just an example of one of the many things you can find on there. If you want to have a time for some one-on-one -on -one time with me um, and want a private session, it's a great way to connect with me and um, start to take a time, basically. Um, and we can connect and uh, we can work together on that. And you'll also find out about my classes coming up all over the world including the Right Body for You Tools in Action in New Orleans in September. Ah, can't wait for that class. Um, so you can find out all that, including some past videos of classes and YouTube videos and a bunch of other things. So please do check it out. Danielle.com, D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E. Yes, one of the joys of having a unique name is I got to buy my domain. It just really makes me happy. Yay. Somewhere I had a brilliant creation, and, and that was one of them. So today we're talking about, I want to believe, but I doubt it. And, you know, and you doubt your doubt, and you doubt even how it shows up or that it shows up, or once it shows up, somehow we find a way to doubt it as well. And it's really interesting, the craziness that we do, how we shift and turn things and how we try to deny things. And then, and then, and then, once we get the undeniable proof that we're asking for, we are so cute, so bright, so talented that we start creating limitations around that, okay? 
Um, so, you know, because we like a proof, right? We don't like to not have proof. Show me the show. Besides showing me the work, it's like, help me not to doubt it myself or anything in the world. It's like, help me to not doubt it. And what's one of the ways to not doubt it is to have proof, have that tangible, inescapable, undeniable proof um, that we created something or that we changed something or did something. And, you know, and really what made me start looking at this is I, you know, I recently bought a scratching post for my kitty cat. And when I was shopping for scratching posts, I was work, I was shopping with another lady who also had a cat. And we were looking at scratching posts, and there's a lot of scratching posts out there that are, like, all carpet, right? And she's like, oh, this is the one I have for my cat. And I'm like, well, how does, how does that work for you? And she's like, oh, well, you know, when she uses it, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay, what do you mean when she uses it? Because, you know, that's one of those phrases that, you know, you pick up, go, what do you mean when she uses it? Oh, well, you know, I love my cat, but she's one of those that uses the furniture a lot and, you know, drapes and, uh, you know, we provide a scratching post and she really just kind of scratches everywhere and even on the floor sometimes and uh, we're just so, we don't know what to do. We've kind of given up and whatever. And so I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, you know, when I when I got a cat, my first cat, 17 years ago, well, my first cat, not with my family, but with just me, um, 17 years ago, what was interesting is the lady that I adopted her from, because, you know, that one of those pet stores, right, and uh, when it was adoption day, and the lady I was talking to said, oh, just in an offhand manner, said, hey, by the way, if you're going to get a scratching post, I suggest getting one of the, the ropes ones or the Cisco, right, which is apparently some kind of fabric, Cisco or rope ones, not a carpet one. She's like, because that's what she, and she was really quickly phrased. She's like, um, if you're going to get scratching posts, I suggest one of the Cisco ones or the rope ones because that's what actually feels good on the cat's claws. I'm like, okay. And, you know, I didn't know at the time, but it felt light. And so I bought that. Now, all of my cats that I've had, all of them sound like a crazy cat lady, which I am. We all know that. Um, but I've only had two. And um, all of my cats have been really well behaved with that. Um, they scratch the scratching post, not the furniture. It's It's been really fantastic. And I'm like, okay. And what's fun is, so going back to that moment, that lady, just in an offhand manner, changed the world, changed my world. And then when I told my friend about the the carpet versus the um, rope and everything, changed her world. And so it's like we plant these seeds of change. Sometimes we never see the results. And then this is some where some of the doubt starts creeping in, you guys. I get it. I've been there. It's like... This lady was 17 years ago. I've never seen her again. We've never had a conversation. You know, energetically, yes, I've acknowledged her, but she's never since then really, you know, our paths haven't crossed, so she has no idea. 
how she's changed my world and the world I've told it to, including all of you now about this, right? Because I was also able to take that um, physical uh, rope thing even further to, I'm like, well, of course, that's why they scratch the furniture or the carpets because they're cats. They're like, oh, well, I can scratch what it feels like here. This feels the same way, so I can scratch this, right? And so it's like, you know, how often are we creating our cats scratching uh, the furniture because it feels like the same thing like they're scratching posts? You know, come on, work with the cat. And if the rope feels better than, or the, and the physical, then so be it, okay? So, I was, you know, I was able to extrapolate that and go, oh, well, that makes sense, you know, because I love seeing the other side of things. And uh, having no point of view, you get to see all points of view. And so this isn't a show on cats, um, but it is just an example of how we begin to doubt these things. Because I'm like, oh, I'm so sad that that woman never got to know how much she changed my world. And then I'm like, wow, how often have we done that? How often have we just said something to somebody in an offhand manner or just said good morning or um, somebody approached us at a public place, an airport or a store and went, hey, do you know where this is? And it's like, oh, bathrooms are over there or peanut butter aisle three or, you know, whatever it is. And we have literally changed the world, but we never have that proof. And we always go to that place where you have to have proof to acknowledge it, to be it, to be able to um, do it again, okay? See, and this is the place where the doubt really gets us. Because when we doubt it, yes, we start to create it not occurring. And what's fun is the doubt also proves our potency because if we doubt it, and so we say, oh, it doesn't occur, and it doesn't occur, well, it proves our potency because it didn't occur, okay, which is, you know, uh, cute unto itself, okay? So we're also talking about if it does something occur. So let's look at that aspect of it. Say you ask, I would like a stack of 10,000 U.S. dollars. Boom. It shows up. Woohoo! Hot damn! Look at me. I'm magic. Okay. Oh, well, if I did it once, I can I can create another stack of 10,000 U.S. dollars. Okay, here we go. So what do we do in that moment? Even with tangible proof that we can instantly make a pile of cash appear. What do we do in that moment of like, okay, here we go. I'm going to do it again. What we tend to do is we tend to go and look back and say, okay, how did I do that last time? I'll do that way again. It worked last time, so it's going to work this way again. Okay, so I felt like this. Energy was this. I said these words. I held my mouth this way. I sat this way. Um, these things were around me. You know, these are how spells started, right? Because it's like, hey, it worked last time. Let's do the spell again. Or, um, oh, what do you call it when the superstition? You know, like when the when the um, uh, sports fan wears his same underwear every day, to every game to make sure that their team wins because it helped last time, right? So we tend to go back to the how I did it last time to create it this time, whether it be a pile of 10,000 U.S. dollars or losing weight 
or healing your body or getting the man, getting the woman, getting the job, whatever it is. It's like, well, our proof, whether we call it that or not, our proof that it worked last time is this. So, of course, to recreate or do it again, we're going to look at what worked last time instead of what's working now. Okay. All right. We're going to take our quick little break. Um, and we come back, we're going to talk specifically about this limitation around the proof that we're getting, okay, how, we, how we're so cute that we create that. All right, this is Danielle, you're listening to Right Body for You on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. The life and the body you secretly hope for is possible. Somewhere you know that, right? What if creating that body and life is not about deprivation and sacrifice? Would you be willing to choose it? What if it could be as simple as changing how you look at things? Right Body for You with Danielle is a different kind of radio show. Each week, Danielle invites you to you. She shares simple tools that you can use immediately to create changes in your body and your life. Something different begins now. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a Bars session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a boys class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815-880-8255, or Canada, 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. If you'd like to email a question, please send it to danielle at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You. You're listening to, well... Right body for you. <laughs> I am your host, Danielle. <laughs> Thank you for joining me <clears throat> today in the past, in the present, or in the future. Because um, we know how we like to manipulate time and be all over the place. So today we're talking about, I want to believe it, but I don't. Okay. Um, but I doubt it. <laughs> or I don't believe it either. But I doubt it, and I, I doubt, I doubt, and I doubt I can, and I doubt that I can't, and everything in between. Um, and I wanted to talk specifically about, like, okay, so we do have those moments where it's like, oh, I created this. I know I did. And I I don't doubt it much. <laughs> okay. And so it's like, you know, I was given the example of, okay, so um, what would it take? Great pile of 10,000 U.S. dollars in cash. Oof, 10,000 U.S. dollars in cash appears. And 
So what we instantly do is go like, okay, if I did it once, I'm going to do it again. And then we instantly go back to how we did it before to create what to create it again. The inherent problem with that is you're different. You aren't who you are anymore. Um, you're, even your point of view and the energy you're, you're functioning from shifts and changes dynamically with that proof, the pile of 10,000 US dollars um, uh, showing up. You, your potency, everything starts to shift and change. The world shifts and changes around you. So the second you go back to the past, past reference points, past energies, whatever it is, to try to create that again, you are actually going, okay, so to create this pile of 10,000 US dollars in cash again, what I must do is step back into who I was a minute ago and be that person again to create that pile of $10,000 in cash instead of creating that pile of ten, another $10,000 pile of $10,000 in cash from the person who I am now. Okay. So might this be a place where we create magic and then to recreate, we go back to who we were instead of doing it from who we are now, okay? And yes, it could be as quick as a minute later and you're a different person, the world is different around you. And so if we go back, maybe that creates some of those limitations that we don't like. The places and spaces where we be less than ourselves, we cut ourselves off, we, we, create those limitations of like, well, I did it once, it was a coincidence, and I could never do it again. Oh, well, yeah, because you're trying to do it for who you were instead of who you are. Okay. I know there's all kinds of all over the place and kind of crazy. Totally get that. And what else is really possible when we acknowledge and then don't go back? Okay, because that's where that doubt comes in again. Okay, so it's like, I did it. I created a pile of $10,000 US in cash. Woohoo, yay, 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 yay. Okay, I'm going to do it again. Well, if you go back to try to do it from who you were and you're not that, so you can't do it from that file, that place in, of energy and who you were then, and you don't recreate it again, you're like, oh, see, I'm not magic. I doubted it. I See, I knew it. And then, we invalidate it, the next time we try to go do it, you know, if we like psyched ourselves up again, we have this little niggling thing of doubt creeping in there. And so it's like, and just like in those stories, it's like, oh, well, maybe, maybe it can't happen because, you know, oh, I have that somewhere in my universe. It's not going to happen. Fear, which fear is another distractor implant, right? Right up there with doubt. So I fear is not going to happen. Oh, I doubt it. But here, I'll try. See, it didn't work. I don't have a pile of $10,000 U.S. cash on my on my um, edge of my desk. See, I, I didn't do it. Okay. So you get that. We start to create limitations, not only from like, because we weren't that person anymore, but it also comes from, well, I know I can do that, but I doubt I could do anything else. I know I can do that sometime, 
even then it's, you know, I'm going to negate it and maybe not have it show up. But we create limitations like, okay, so we created that $10,000 pile, that pile of $10,000 US in cash. Okay. Okay, cool. So you have it figured out, quote unquote, figured out of how that works for you with cash. Okay. So let's say, oh, well, now we're going to go change our body for an example. Okay. So I know how I did it with the cash. So I am going to use those exact energies and create a tap with the body, which the body is different. And so what I mean by creating the limitation is you've already decided and judged you're capable of doing that in that way with the cash. And so from the money, it has to be either completely different or completely the same, whereas it's actually somewhere in the middle because it's you, it's potency, it's energy, it's question, it's possibility. But that doesn't mean with you want to create a limitation of, I know how to do it this way. How does this way correspond to the next way? Okay. If you're doing it from question, great. But if you're doing it from the limitation of the fixed point of view, it's solid of this is what it's supposed to look like, taste like, feel like, smell like, act like. And so when I, I'm going to put those parameters, what it should look like, taste like, feel like, smell like, act like, on that from the cash onto the body, then you're doing it from a place of that limitation of what you've already decided you could and couldn't do because you have this tangible proof already, okay? So what's beyond this tangible proof? Everything, okay? And I get it. For me, myself, is still one of the hardest things I'm organized. Like, but I want to know that I know. How do I know that I know instead of just knowing it or believing it forever? Title of the show, I want to believe, but I doubt it. Instead of just knowing that we know, it's like we want to know that we know by absolutely knowing, by looking at the change, looking at, you know, I talked to this person and the world changed or the pile of cash showed up or I instantly lost 100 pounds or, you know, whatever it is. You, we want, I get it. We desire this proof. So everywhere we are making ourselves unknowable, unprovable, while trying to make ourselves provable, which we will destroy and create on that. Right, wrong, to have a block on my choice, boys, and beyond. Okay. Because what's interesting is we also do this with questions. Okay. What I mean by that is we ask questions to get awareness. Right? That's what we talk a lot about in Access. We ask questions to get awareness. Awareness comes at different different ways, different variations. So we'll ask a question and go, you know, Bonnie, what would you like to look like? And if we don't get an immediate response, immediate answer, yes, I said answer on purpose, we instantly go, see, I don't communicate with my body. They don't know what's going on. And see, yeah, I just, I, I override my body. I don't listen to my body. See, it doesn't listen to me. I don't know it. Because we instantly go, well, I have to, I have to instantly 
know the response. You don't. Just because you didn't get something immediately to a question doesn't mean you did it wrong. So one of the things I try to dispel all over the workshops that I do, like, just because you didn't get an immediate answer doesn't mean you actually didn't do the question. I mean, I, I love when people are like, I did the question wrong. How did you do the question wrong? I didn't get an immediate response. I didn't get an immediate answer. I didn't, I didn't immediately know. And I'm like, well, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you need more information. But when you don't come to a conclusion about, oh, I didn't get it, you shut down the energy. But if you ask questions like, body, what would you like to look like? Or what would it take to change this? Whatever it is, your body or your life, what would it take to change this? Sometimes you need more information. Sometimes you have to get to a certain place or space um, to talk to a certain person, read an article, see an advertisement, whatever it is. And so does that make it less? Magical, less potent, less amazing? No, it just makes it different, okay? Still potency, still amazing. And so when we talk about, you know, that doubt, I get this is one of the, fir- one of the first places that people get some doubt coming in. I asked a question, nothing happened. Okay, but even if you got it four weeks later, something happened. You got to the right place, the space, whatever, and you got the information. But we, we, this doubt helps us to, sh- helps us, yes, to shut down the, that information or that flow of energy to actually receive the information. So it's like, okay, what would it take to change this? No matter what it is in your life, okay? It's a, it's a good question. Body or life, what would it take to change this? Bad relationship, what would it take to change this? Um, something disease-ridden going on in your body, cool. What would it take to change this? And then we go to those places like, okay, body, what would it take? What would it take to change this headache? And you sit there for a second, and you get no tangible. I, you know, body needs an aspirin. Body needs a bars run. Body needs a food. Body needs to run around the block. Whatever it is, we don't get that firm response of boom. That's what it is. What the doubt does is creeps in at that moment. Goes, See, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in communication. It doesn't work. So before we said that, the energy was flowing. We asked the question, body, what would it take to change this? The energy goes out there to everything and everyone that's actually going to assist us with that, to give that us that awareness, whether that awareness is immediate or that awareness is four months from now. And so the second that doubt creeps in and we go, see, I don't know it. I asked the question and nothing happened to me. I'm a piece of crap. I don't know it. We shut down that question, the energy in essence of that question. We go, gone. You know, fortunately, we always leave little there niggling. So, you know, hopefully something still pops. But you get that? That's one of the things that doubt does to us is even if we ask a question and we don't get immediate response or answer or awareness, we go, I don't know what, shut it down, shut it down, wrap it up, put it away. I may try again later, but I doubt it, okay? So just because you don't get an immediate response to a question doesn't mean you didn't ask the question or that you didn't already create the um, change. So sometimes the change takes a little bit to get to you. So don't doubt it. Just be present with it. Allow it, allow the universe to work with you so that you can actually create 
what you're asking for. Okay. All right. Wow. Um, let's going to take our last little break. Um, when we come back, we are going to have a couple tools that I can share with you for um, helping to erase that doubt. This is Danielle. You're listening to Right Body for You on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back. The life and the body you secretly hope for is possible. Somewhere you know that, right? What if creating that body and life is not about deprivation and sacrifice? Would you be willing to choose it? What if it could be as simple as changing how you look at things? Right Body for You with Danielle is a different kind of radio show. Each week, Danielle invites you to you. She shares simple tools that you can use immediately to create changes in your body and your life. Something different begins now. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Hey, everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. This is Right Body for You with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8736 or you can Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. If you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at AccessConsciousness.com. Now, back to the program. And welcome back to Right Body for You. I'm your host, Danielle. And today we're talking about, I want to believe, but I doubt it. And, you know, we've been having a lot of fun with this about we doubting or doubting and all that kind of stuff and how if we don't get an immediate answer or response to a question, then we've done it wrong or we re try to recreate what we did and we can't because we're using it from that limited place. So, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about that. It's like, okay, we talked about it. What do we do about it? Great. Glad you asked. <laughs> so two tools that you can really do to help erase this doubt, make it so it's not even in your universe anymore, is one of them is, I know, ask a question. But this is what I mean with this. Like you're like, I'm asking questions, right? And, you know, those for those moments, like, we don't know if we're changing or contributing to people or whatnot. It's like, okay, what is the universal world or consciousness like with this choice in place? It's like, with me in the world, is the world a better place? Yeah. With you in the world, the world is a better place, okay? Um, 
So you can actually ask, what is the universe world consciousness like with this question or choice in place? You know, it's like, oh, if I choose to go to the store today, what will the universe be like? Even something as simple as that, you can ask a question, right? And it's not about you have to know tangible. It's just you know you're creating a change, whatever that is. And then one of my other fun things, one of my favorite things that I, I suggest to people is to go back and acknowledge things. Time isn't real. You guys, time isn't. You know, it's just like even my producer in the radio show today, she's like, oh, my gosh, this is going so fast. I know. And like in the classes I did in Edmonton, we would be like, la, 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 la. oh, my gosh, one thirty. We're supposed to go to lunch. Or, you know, lunch is usually between 12 and 1. But time just manipulated, warped, and changed. You guys have had that. Um, and if you if you ever in doubt, try a radio show or TV show so, sometime. Ten seconds of dead air, lifetime. Okay? Um, so what I mean by I go back and acknowledge things. So if time isn't real, and we know it's not, you can go back into your quote-unquote memories and look at the places and spaces where you were that potent and you did create that $10,000 or you did create that change in somebody's life and go, hey, you know what, I did do that. And then just pot and pock everything that comes up about what you think you have to do then or how to recreate it or you were magic then but not now, okay? So just go back to your time and pot pock even, you know, whether it's with your life or your body. It's like those moments where you did a, you have, your body has a headache and you did, who does it belong to? And it lightened up just a teeny bit. Well, you know what? Lightening up just a teeny bit is so potent, so amazing, so magical. Acknowledge that. Okay. For one thing, it go, when you're doing this, you go back through time and it helps erase those doubts because you go, oh, you know what? Now that I really look at this, it wasn't just once or twice I was magical. It was once or twice a minute for my whole life I was a potent, magical being that create and could create and generate anything, okay? So go back through time and really look at that. Be present with it. Um, and, again, not to judge you, but just to be like, oh, oh, oh. I am more potent, more magical than I gave myself credit for. So, because it's not about believing it. It's about knowing it. And you do know. But it's just getting rid of those niggling things of doubt, those distractions, right? And this is one of those ways you can do that if you go back and go, oh, 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 oh. I wasn't magical or potent five times in my life. I was magical and potent 50 billion times in my life. Some of the doubt starts to go away because you're like, oh, I've acknowledged it. I'd be that. Okay, cool. Then what's possible now that I hadn't considered? Okay? So try it out. I know it sounds silly. Do it next time you get a massage or a pedicure or stuck in a line. <laughs> let your let your head wander and see what shows up and what you can shift and change. Okay? And check out my website, Danielle.com. D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E dot com. Um, you can find out about upcoming classes, including Right Body for You Tools in Action in New Orleans in September. Can't wait for that class. We're going to have so much fun um, using the tools in a very 
you know, I'm bringing the manual for Right by the Few workshop to life. So one of the prereqs to go to the class is having done a Right by the Few workshop, which there's some all over the world. You can find them. Um, it is uh, to, to bring a depth to the tool. Instead of sitting in a venue in a hotel, talking about them, using examples, which, don't get me wrong, changes a lot. Um, but the number of people who have said, can I just take you with me? Can I put you in my pocket? Can I have you on speed dial? Well, this is a chance to do all that. I'll be with you as we're doing all these things in the French Quarter of New Orleans. And so we're going to have fun. I'm gonna, I get to be there, help you ask questions of your body, uh, clear it, change it, get that clarity to the, to the right body for you tools, and um, have some fun while doing it, right? Might as well. So I've devised a bunch of activities that I'll be there with you um, to really help bring this to these tools to life. Um, you know, it's not the slogan is it's not a classroom. This is life. And so I do hope you join us. There's only 30 spots. Um, and if, if you'd like to come, please do sign up. And remember, a Right Body for You workshop is one of the prereqs. So get out there and do a Right Body for You workshop, hopefully really soon. Um, because we're going to, like I said, I'm really looking forward to this. Um, and if you're in Australia this weekend, feel free to join me, or next month, <laughs> please feel free to join me um, for the Right Body Few Workshop in Brisbane, Australia. So we're going to have fun with that. And if you want to be in Kansas City, at the end of June, we're doing an Access Consciousness three-day body class, which is just also freaking amazing, Okay. Um, but you can find out about all this and more on my website, donnyell.com, D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E.com, as well as finding um, past radio show, sorry, past radio show topics, or not just the topics, but the actual audio of it. I know, crazy, right? Uh, and you can also find SoundCloud, YouTube clips, including a couple of classes, full-length intro classes, so an hour to two hour. Um, so check it out. Danielle.com, products for sale as well, past teleseries, a um, lot of fun information, sites being updated. Um, and if you want private sessions, it's a great way too to get in contact with me and get that information going. So make it a fun week, a happy week. Enjoy your body because it's enjoying you. And I hope to see you back here next week because guess what? I'll be here. Hope you are too. And until then, have fun. Thanks, everyone. Thank you for listening to Right Body for You. Danielle will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you and your body will join us. Until then, have fun. <laughs>